Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starks. Hey guys, I hope that whenever and wherever you are, as you listen to this recording, that you are remembering to pay attention to the synchronicities, especially as it pertains to prayers that you say or wishes you hold or ideas that you keep in your mind for things you wish to attract. When you use the law of attraction, you focus on a thing and then that thing appears or an answer that answers a question appears. I want you to pay attention to that because I think from this point forward, it's going to going to be a uh, much more prominent much more <sighs> rapid in your life you know we're going to have more coincidences we're going to have I mean you say a prayer and it's like the next day an answer comes might not even be exactly what you expected but it's always going to be a, a lovely surprise so just pay attention to the synchronicities I have a feeling Things are going to start going really, really fast. Manifestations are going to occur quite quickly. So keep your minds pure, your hearts open, and your vibration high, and your expectations positive. So I have some weird news. Um... Now also some sad news. I'll start the sad news first. A uh, longtime author and famous witch, Rosemary Ellen Guiley, passed away yesterday. She was 69 years old. So pretty unexpected. I mean, you know, she wasn't young, but she wasn't a, like 69 isn't all that old. Not anymore. <laughs> with the life expectancy being like 89 she was 20 years away from that so very sad I used to have several of her books and she was prominent in her uh, in the field of supernatural writing and um, well she wrote very, a lot of books about witchcraft and about the supernatural and paranormal and she she was prolific in in what she did, she was a regular guest on Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell and later with George Norrie. And George Norrie had become friends with her and he had a heartfelt thing to say in his newsletter he sent out today. 
and that's actually how I heard of her of her passing and so I guess uh, prayers would be in order say prayers for her when people die they go through their three days um, they have to go through kind of a life review for three days and then that's usually there's a couple reasons why people don't get buried until three days after they die that's one of the reasons um, most people don't know that they just think it's custom but um, another reason is the body does feel pain for three days after and so it's just not considered appropriate to um, bury or burn a body until the essence of the life force is completely out and there's no more actual pain that can be felt I think a lot of people have lost this knowledge but for whatever weird reason I've picked it up over the years <laughs> so anyway Rosemary Ellen Guiley I can't believe it so rest in peace I hope that everything is okay uh, with her tonight she's three more days to go through her stuff so send her love and light she's probably okay probably doing good over there reviewing herself right now so another weird news thing I I had done a whole episode on no other time traveler and all of his predictions he seemed pretty real he did a good job as far as um (laughs) perpetuating his elaborate hoax it was a hoax he came out today the apex uh, TV uh, YouTube channel Uh, they released a video of no other time traveler who revealed his true idea uh, I ID identity what totally forgot what that word was (laughs) I've had a lot of weird brain anomalies today how about you guys (laughs) Schumann residence is still really wonky all over the globe and Cosmic energy is pretty high. We did come down on the Ascension Symptoms Scale. We're at 98. Yes. Okay, I want to ask again. Yeah, we just did muscle testing, got a confirmation for yes. Indeed, we're at the 98 mark on the Ascension Symptoms Scale. But my tinnitus has been off the charts. My, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Jason (laughs) said he was a lonely teenager in high school. And he felt like he loved the Apex TV website so much that he decided to perpetuate this elaborate hoax and say that he was a time traveler. And he wanted to reveal his identity and apologize. He just had no friends and he didn't know what else to do with his life. And the only person or the only people that even paid attention to him at all was Apex TV when he started sending in these videos of himself and people ask why did you always wear the red sweater and he said well I went to a thrift store and I figured no one would ever see me wearing this red sweater no one would guess it's me I would just keep it hidden except for the days that I make the video (laughs) so I mean it's pretty I mean I mean, in a way, you know, I'm disappointed that it, he wasn't real because obviously 
we really want to hear from a time traveler. <laughs> First thing. Uh, second thing, it's really, um, I don't know, a lot of people are actually saying in the comments that now we know the government really got to him. They threatened his life. They threatened his family. So he had to lie and say that he was not a time traveler and he was just doing an elaborate hoax. So, you know, now we know that the government really is time traveling and Noah was really real, but he was terrified and he had a line say his name is Jason and you know, the whole nine yards. So, so a lot of people are like not believing it, that it was a big hoax. They think that somehow the government did get to him and he was terrified. So we had to go on record saying, oh, I was just a big hoaxer. It's not real. <laughs> and in the last, you know, like, what did I even say? Like within the last week, there was yet another video of him. He just sent it like a few days ago. It was just added to Apex TV where he said, someone asked him, about uh, do we store Mary 51 you know does that go through and he goes oh you mean a great massacre at Area 51 that's <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> what so, I mean it sounds like you know that could go either way that he actually had knowledge there or that he just kind of feels that's what's going to happen if, if you do storm Area 51 I have a feeling that's probably what would happen at Area 51. I don't think the government really gives a crap anymore and they think they could get away with anything. I don't, I wouldn't put past them for two seconds. You know, it's a chance to get rid of all the kooks at once, I suppose. You know, um, the, the kooky, crazy, weird, paranormal believing fringe people, you know. The people that are out there. <laughs> I hope to God that they don't, you know, and that nothing happens. I hope to God that, you know, people, if they do go there, they don't really, no one gets hurt. That's all I hope. So I don't know. I mean, you know what? If you go look at all the, uh, you know, the time traveler photos, I mean, he even passed a lie detector test and he said that he took it and he, and he passed it because he was able to, take his anxiety medicine very weird and at the end it says hey that one thing that they did get right though I mean I am gay <laughs> a lot of people I guess had said oh, I think he's gay <laughs> in the comments which is like so rude because who cares that's not what the video was about but you know and it's not your business anyway but I thought that was hilarious very and he's like oh one thing they did get right at least I you know I'm gay you know <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, you have to decide for yourself whether he was real still. I mean, he says he's not real now, but he was really, really convincing. And he had said a lot of things that other people had said even after him. So I don't know, maybe, you know, one person said one thing and everyone else is copying each other to get attention. Who knows? Maybe it's just that the real time travelers don't say anything. These are just attention getters that want to make people believe it so bad because they believe it so bad. Very bizarre, right? I woke up this morning and eyes swollen again, just like, you know, a couple nights in a row. And then last night was the night before was 
I woke up or the morning before I woke up my face looking super young. And then today I looked a lot older for a few hours. My eyes were super puffy and I went to smile. I had a a funny thought right when I woke up and I smiled really big and cracked my bottom lip. I just cracked it and I just was suddenly my, my lips were bloody. I'm like, that's what you get for being positive in the morning. <laughs> uh, I can't believe that happened. It was such a weird, random thing. So my lips were fine when I went to bed. <laughs> Maybe I was abducted. I don't know what happened. It was so weird. I looked it up, though, on Dr. Berg. And so I'm going to pass this info along to you guys. If your lips are cracked and chapped... It is a lack of vitamin B2 and vitamin B3. And these vitamins are found in abundance in egg yolks. So if you eat two eggs a day for a week, that will that will cure um, that and you won't have chapped lips anymore. And ironically, I just I started eating eggs yesterday again. I hadn't hadn't had eggs for a couple weeks. And I had yesterday and today. So I guess I'm on the right path. <laughs> my body knows what it needs. I eat what I what my what my body craves and the eggs have been the thing for two days. So that's weird. But um let's see. Oh yeah, another weird thing happened today. I went to I went out to eat with my son and we just, you know, had, I had a breakfast for lunch. My son had a lunch for lunch, but uh, eggs, I had eggs. I just said that, (laughs) but that's literally what I ate in the restaurant. They really, they have a good breakfast called the gringo and it's uh, hash browns and eggs and bacon and juice and coffee. It was really good food. So I'm just sitting there and I was looking at the coffee, uh, like a, a little plate that, you know, the, um, I don't know what it would be called. It's not a teacup setting, but but it was anyway. Just a little plate that the, the coffee was sitting on, and it was blue and white. And I looked at it and I touched it, and a spirit came and took over my body for I don't know, like thirty seconds before I realized what was happening. And the spirit said something really strange. It said, um, "Oh, I've really, really missed these kinds of plates." that everybody used to have back when everybody, you know, all my friends were rich. And my son's like, that's a really screwed up thing to say. Like, why would you say that? That's like horrible. And I looked at him and I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And I said, oh man, I got took over by a ghost for a minute and I had to do a spirit detachment. I had Archangel Michael come and get the, the spirit and take her to heaven. And I realized she was the person who owned this the Austrian cafe was actually before a very old Spanish colonial style home. And I had just been admiring, um, one of the antiques that was there and, you know, like a little bit before. And I think I somehow attracted this spirit. And plus I usually attract spirits that need to be put to heaven, you know, released to, uh, the light. So that was a really weird thing that happened today. Just like what, Unbelievable. (laughs) 
I'm like, wow, I can't believe it. Just, it's like when you're in your most vulnerable moments, when you're open and not really paying attention. Oh, and this is the other thing that happened. I was supposed to go to do my health insurance, which I've been talking about for days now. And I, I got my, my backpack out and I, everything was ready to go. You know, with all my, with my visa, my paperwork, all the things I needed. I had everything on my phone. I had everything I needed to, to go take care of it hundred percent today and put my, you know, purse around my shoulder, like over my head. You know, I always do that for safety, even though this is a pretty safe city. It's just a habit. Got everything ready. Went out, looked at myself in the mirror. Okay, everything looks good. All right, let's go. Walked out without my backpack. I mean, literally went 30 minutes across town and didn't realize it until I was getting out of the car. I was like, oh my God, what the hell did I just do? So I put off (laughs) what I have to now do tomorrow. I can't believe I did that. Such a space cadet. (laughs) And it's just, it's like between the energies coming in and the mercury retrograde energy and being tired and not really, I mean, all of it's making me tired. And I just, I don't know, you guys, have you guys been spacey? Like really spacey? Like, oh my God, I've been so crazy spacey. Like, this was like two days in a row, just really like unable to think. And today, um, I was able to like get dressed, think everything was like, yes, I got everything. Oh, thank God. And my son went with me and he was just like, oh, I can't believe this. You know, (laughs) I'm like, I know I, it's just a mercury retrograde thing. Transportation is screwed up and plans get messed up and communication is really messed up. It's just, it's just what happens at this time. So, I mean, go slow and double and triple check yourself at this time, especially if you're a Gemini or a Virgo. I mean, we're ruled by Mercury. I mean, that's like the big, those are the two biggest signs that are affected. But I think to a lesser extent, I think everyone, one extent or not, it depends on your rising sign. It depends on your midheaven and you know it's like whatever's in your astrology chart it's pretty you know oh yeah I see here I'm spacey again like what else do I need I was gonna announce what the tonight's topic is and take a break and then I realized oh yeah duh (laughs) I am gonna tell you the Schumann residence for various locations But throughout the day, not just one, because it's real strange looking today. We're going to start with California. Okay. Uh, Let's see. California started off at midnight at 217 hertz frequency. One o'clock. The in California was 212. At two o'clock in the morning, it was 207 for California, 203 at three, and four o'clock, it was at 200. So, California has been extremely high on the Schumann resonance. 
extremely high. Now let's see. Uh, Saudi Arabia and Hofuf. Saudi Arabia. They uh, started off today. Oh my gosh, why? This thing constantly moves. It's like so sensitive. Oh my goodness. Now the thing's saying, follow us on Facebook. Ah! (laughs) All right, guys. Oh, I'm trying to fix this. This is like so ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. I had to pause it for a minute. It just, the whole thing screwed up. Went back a year. I'm like, what happened there? All right. In Hofuf, Saudi Arabia, the Shaman residence was at midnight, 114. And then it went to 112, 111. And then it was still staying at 111 at, let's see here. It seemed like it kind of leveled off at 111 hertz. Mm, And then went down to 110 at 4 o'clock. So, it's crazy, right? That's still, that's like so high. Now, in Lithuania, this one is really strange. So, let's see. Lithuania at midnight was at 72. And then an hour later was at 59. And then down to 35 at 2 o'clock in the morning. At 3 o'clock in the morning, it went down to 11. And then at 4 o'clock in the morning, it went down to 0. Completely flatlined, lower than 7.83. That was Lithuania. Now, Alberta, Canada, this is the one that's been really crazy, right? So, let's see. I think that's the red one. Everything's all color-coded. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Alberta, Canada was the red one. One, two. Okay. So, Alberta, Canada at midnight started at 361 hertz frequency. And at one in the morning... Oops. This thing is so sensitive. Okay. At 1 in the morning, it went to 356. So, from 361 down to 356. 2 in the morning, it went down to 353. And then 351 at 3 a.m. And at 4 o'clock in Alberta, Canada, the Hertz frequency for the Shimon residence was 349. So, that's crazy. Now, the next one is Northland, New Zealand. And that one started at 76 at midnight. Um, stayed stayed there at one. Oh no, I'm sorry. Before it, it, at one o'clock, it went down to 74. Stayed at 74 at two. Went down to 73 at three, and at four in the morning, it was 72. Hertz frequency in Northland, New Zealand. Now in Hluhlui, South Africa, that is super fun to say. <laughs> uh, they started off at midnight, um, 113. 
then down to 111 an hour later an hour after that 109 and 108 And so I'm trying to try and get to four. And at four in the morning um, in South Africa, they were down to 106 hertz frequency. That's incredible, right? I mean, those, these numbers are off the charts, literally. Except for the one that just flatlined below normal. I mean, that's just as significant, I think, than the higher ones. It's just weird. Now, in Italy, on the Disclosure IT website, they said it's been another calm day. Maximum peak was 11 hertz at 21 UTC yesterday, which is part of today's graph. While for the UTC today, the peak was 9 hertz at 11.30 UTC time. That was the evening report. That's it. Weird. Very weird. All of this stuff is very, very strange. So I'm going to look up the global consciousness, see if there's anything outrageous with that. Oh, let's see. Do you guys know about the noosphere? That's, um, all right, let me look at this. Oh, I think I have to refresh the page. Hold on. So, um, the noosphere is something that Jose Arguelles coined, coined this phrase. It's kind of the upper atmosphere that is kind of what connects all of our souls together like the collective unconscious that Carl Jung spoke of you know where we pluck ideas out of the air and the newosphere is um, according to Carl I mean Car- Carl who the hell is Carl <laughs> who the hell is Carl what the hell is that Jose Arguelles sorry According to Jose Arguelles, the noosphere is when you could, you know, look at it scientifically, you'll see patterns. And if things are outside of what is expected, it's because some event has taken place in all of humanity that made it maybe, uh, made it so you know like uh, we had an event on the 20th I don't know what it was and also on the 18th it looks like maybe on the 16th but there hasn't been no data for the past two days so I have no idea what's going on with it usually it's within the 95 to 99 percent confidence levels I don't know if you know about statistics but it just means normal basically and it's usually not outside that 99. It's usually contained within the 95 confidence interval, meaning, you know, it's like we have ups and downs, but as a collective whole, there's nothing really out of control one way or the other. Like we're extremely underwhelmed or extremely overwhelmed. And so it's kind of like a graph of the magnetosphere in a way. All right, let's see here. Um, yeah, so that was like, it's really weird. It, it, there's no data. I have no idea why there's no data, but yeah. So anyway, yeah, so that's, so the new square, it's, it's kind of an interesting idea. And the fact that they're kind of saying that this is connected to 
the magnetosphere and it's like kind of like a measurement of the collective whole's emotions you know and this is a this is research that's being done right now at Princeton University so i mean it's not just you know three guys in in their mom's basement coming up with something weird i mean this is like a university funded a study of the noosphere using this uh magneto magnetograph <laughs> so i don't know it's all just very very weird all right i'm going to read to you guys now from uh lesson 45 in a course in miracles again um especially if you're just joining us acim.org is where you start the lessons for absolutely free you can download a course in miracles or acim app absolutely free again because it's not been it wasn't copyrighted correctly and so it's one of those rare things that happen that if you don't copyright it immediately and you let it release and you do like a, a a beginning printing without a copyright then it's released to the public domain forever <laughs> and you can't charge money for it anymore uh, i mean you could buy the books in you know for money but it's in the public domain so a lot of people put these in this in apps but i highly recommend it it's very very helpful it has a very high vibration to it so A course in miracles lesson 45 today the basic idea is god is the mind with which i think god is the mind with which i think today's idea holds a key to what your real thoughts are they are nothing that you think you think just as nothing that you think you see is related to vision in any way There is no relationship between what is real and what you think is real. Nothing that you think are your real thoughts resemble your real thoughts in any respect. Nothing that you think you see bears any resemblance to what vision will show you. You think with the mind of God, therefore you share your thoughts with him as he shares his with you. They are the same thoughts because they are thought by the same mind. to share is to make a like or to make one nor do the thoughts you think with the mind of god leave your mind because thoughts that do not leave their source thoughts do not leave their source therefore your thoughts are in the mind of god as you are they are in your mind as well where he is and as you are part of his mind so are your thoughts part of his mind later uh after if you skip several paragraphs it says my real thoughts are in my mind i would like to find them my real thoughts are in my mind i would like to find them and again the idea the main idea for today for lesson 45 is god is the mind with which i think pretty interesting stuff, right? All righty, guys. Um, let's see here. Oh. What are we doing tonight? Okay, I'm going to take a quick break. You're going to have about 2 minutes 
to go do whatever it is that you do. Probably about three minutes, actually, about two and a half to three minutes. So run to the bathroom, go grab some water. If you're on the commute, you have to listen to the commercials. Sorry. (laughs) But I will be right back after these messages, and I am going to go over more lessons in tarot because it is tarot tuesday woohoo all right i will be right back after this metaphysical soul speak is run on sponsors and listener support This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you. guys I am on the website called esotericmeanings.com I'm looking at the BOTA tarot deck BOTA of course meaning builders of the adytum A-D-Y-T-U-M the adytum is a temple not built with hands so when you build your personality using the tarot You're literally building the adytum or the inner temple, which is related to your soul. Now, uh, this is, well, on this website, it says it's religious organization. It's not terribly religious. It's very esoteric, very metaphysical organization. I, for years, uh, took the lessons that had been written by Paul Foster Case. And he lived from October 3rd to in, in 1884 to March 2nd, 1954. He was dedicated to spiritual attunement through study, practice, and meditation in the traditional um, Western mysteries. Um, I was taught through the lessons that Adatum is the temple not built with hands, but it says here Adatum is a Greek word for inner shrine or holy of holies, basically developing your soul to be consciously, spiritually awake and aware. All right, so... He didn't really like the weight deck, the Rider weight deck, because he felt like there's some things that were omitted or portrayed falsely. So he had this deck commissioned. He was very happy with the way it came out, even though there's a couple things, not 100% the way he would have wanted it. But when you join the builders of the Adidam, you don't get a deck of cards that he had commissioned and colored because 
you get a blank color like black and white and you have to buy the um, special um, colored pencils and you have to color them yourself pretty interesting right all right we last left off at justice the justice card and I've been doing four at a time but I wanted to stop after three this time and the next time I will go over the devil and the tower together just seems to me like they belong together and then at the end will be the star and then the following week I'm gonna do four the last four cards of the major arcana so all right um let's see here tonight we're going to go over the hanged man and death and temperance all right so in the paul foster case deck which are which is based on what the original men that got together in Fez, Morocco and created the tarot in the first place. A lot of people don't know that story, but for whatever reason, Paul Foster Case had this information. He put it in the lessons. So when I took the lessons, that's what I learned. At least that's what I, you know, so it's kind of what I've come to know. I hope it's true. <laughs> so, all right. Now, card 12 is the hanged man and this is a very very interesting card especially in the Paul Foster case deck now if you look closely in the Paul Foster case deck the image is that the hanged man is hanging upside down he has his hands behind his back and his feet he's actually hanging by his right foot there's a white cord wrapped around his white foot and it is attached to a Hebrew letter all right I had to stop the recording for a minute I wanted to look this up to make sure um, To make sure I, I knew what this letter was so this is the Hebrew letter Chet or maybe it's Chet <laughs> I have a hard time pronunciating Hebrew <laughs> but um, this Hebrew letter Chet with which the hangman is hanging by his right leg is the meaning of it has several meanings it is the eighth uh, letter in the alphabet in the Hebrew alphabet it also means the number eight as you recall from strength the number eight when turned on its side is also the number of infinity it means infinity also it uh, the picture of it is a wall or a fence it also means gateway Chet or Chet is means a gateway also it means life like as in lachaim, all right. Uh, it also means to unite or to be joined as in a covenant. 
It is also related to the chupa or chupa, the wedding canopy, as well as terror and destruction and feasting and rejoicing. So with the hanged man, as far as what chet or chet means in this context with the card, I would have to say it absolutely means the number eight, meaning infinity, as well as a gateway to the divine, feasting and rejoicing as in being in samadhi, the idea of being in complete bliss or nirvana. And it also means like Chayim, life to unite and be joined or a covenant as in you are in a covenant with God in this moment. Under the wedding canopy, that's also very much a covenant or a imagery of joining. Okay, so the hanged man... That's the first thing you should notice is that it's not just two trees. It looks kind of ridiculous in the Paul Foster case deck. Like if you really built a structure identical to the one that you see in the card, the um, branch to the left is very, very skinny at the top and it would break very easily. So you have to understand that it's a metaphorical meaning. So that's why when you look at the two trees and the part of the tree that goes across the two trees, then they don't actually have any um, branches or greenery. Then you realize, oh, okay, it's it's actually the symbolic meaning of chet or chet. Hopefully <laughs> I am saying this correctly. So that should be the first thing you notice. The second thing you notice is that he is upside down and he's been tied by his right foot with a rope and the rope is bright white that is the rope that unites him to God that is basically like the silver cord or his attachment to the divine He's not upset. He's not struggling. He's not dead. He's the hanged man. He's hanging upside down by a thread that God put there. Because he is in deep communion and a covenant with God. He is in meditation. He is resting with the divine. He is in touch with his divine self. And you could tell this because his hair is white ice white like snow white okay not like snow white and seven dwarves snow white but the color of snow snow white so you notice that as well you notice that his legs are in a reversed four position this is directly related to the emperor whose legs are also in a four position the emperor is card four. So this is when the emperor has become an enlightened Christed master. He is an enlightened being in this picture. He is being enlightened because, well, his, you look at his head. 
He not only has white hair, he's got a golden sun or a halo behind him. And he has several rays of white light coming out from his head, which shows that he is an illumined master. He is filled with the light of God. He's gotten all of his upgrades and downloads. <laughs> he has ascended what he was doing before. If you notice that his body is very rigid and straight, his arms, his hands are behind his back because he has given up his will to the one will. He is not doing it with himself only. His road is one that includes God taking the wheel and taking over. He is a Christed illumined master. Now you notice that from elbow to elbow is a very straight line and it's, there's a perpendicularness to it. This is related to the Mason's compass being at a right angle. There's a lot to be determined from that if you meditate on it. On his blue tunic, you see again that a perpendicular cross is also on his tunic. To reiterate that one more time, as well as his legs being in the four position, he also has them at a right angle. Um, let's see what else. His collar also is white and a white cross. And he also has two white moons. Moons are related to the blue tunic is related to the high priestess. The red tights are related to the emperor. I think that his feet are golden because they are walking in the realm of heaven because God is guiding his every footstep now, which that gold is the same as what you see in the background of the fool card where the fool is still in heaven. That's the golden white light. Um, the background of this card is kind of a, a pale violet-ish gray. Gray, the gray sky is related to wisdom. Gray is the color of wisdom. It's um, black and white mixed. Black is all knowledge. I mean, black is zero knowledge. White is all knowledge. Gray is in the middle. Taking the middle path means wisdom. So let's see, there's buttons on his shirt, and this is something I didn't notice before. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten buttons that relates to the Wheel of Fortune. The buttons are also um, white. So those are the pretty much the esoteric meanings. Now, what happens if you get this? this uh, card in a reading. This is a very, very good card. If you get it reversed, it means you need to meditate or the, the questioner needs to meditate. But if you get the, the hanged man, it means that you are in the process of becoming awakened, enlightened, or aware if you are asleep, you're gonna wake up. Uh, the dark night of the soul is not usually too far behind this card if you are brand new to spirituality. 
and you get this card though it's a good good card it means that you are becoming wise you are allowing God to guide your feet you are allowing the uh, perfect trust in the universe to guide your path you are living without fear of the unknown because you completely trust the universe and your higher self to guide you where you need to be. So getting the hanged man in a reading is an excellent, excellent sign, an excellent card. All right, next we are going to go over the card of death. This one is very interesting. In the Paul Foster case deck, uh, the card 13, death, shows a skeleton with a very happy smile. And he is harvesting body parts, possibly getting ready for his next life. Death is a card that in a reading means transformation, change. A big change in your life is coming. Doesn't mean literal death. Sometimes it can, but maybe one or two percent of the time. 98% of the time, it means a giant transformation, a giant change is coming in your life, in your situation. Now, in the Paul Foster case deck, first thing you would notice besides the skeleton would be possibly the seed in the upper left-hand corner. It's like a seed has been planted, the idea for life. A seed is something that contains the potential of all your future life. So a seed is what you are in the beginning. You're just an idea, a thought. Literally a seed, sperm is a seed, right? So when you, then you grow into this body, into this person, and then eventually you die. Death is, of course, the card. So when you die, um, you get buried in the ground. And But these are not body parts that are dead. These are body parts that are being harvested by death himself. And they're being grown. Because you know that they're being grown when you see all the little green plants coming out of the very black fertile soil okay so all the body parts are being grown and the body is just a thing it's in this soil which is black and even though that's a very rich soil black is an ignorant state because they're just body parts it's just DNA it's just material you'll see that there is a harvesting blade meant to harvest the parts it sounds kind of gross I'm sorry about this <laughs> it's very esoteric very deeply meaningful it's not a negative or evil card it means literally just that you are getting all the pieces and parts together to change your life and transform everything Basically, it's, it's a card of transformation as well as manifestation. And in the field of body parts, you see that there is a man with a crown on his head. And then there is a woman 
just with nothing on her head, just a woman. So what that means is that the poor and the rich alike all die. Everybody experiences death. Everybody in the end is equal. It is a statement of equality. The hands are uh, pointed up with the fingers up, pointing towards heaven. You know, you have a right and a left hand. Um, as if you look, if you look at your both of your palms and you hold them towards your face, that's how the uh, hands are in this deck. Again, if you want to look at these cards, esoteric meanings, uh, dot com is uh, where you'd find this. But so. Um, Death is walking towards a white rose. Rose is normally a symbol of desire, but this time it's white. So the knowledge, the pure, innocent knowledge directly from divine is now coupled with desire where your desire to be reborn is God's desire for you. It's a combination between your will and God's will. Now you'll see that death is facing several directions at once. His his face is facing you. His shoulders are turned towards a setting sun, which is also a symbol of death. And his pelvis is twisted towards you again. And then but his legs are starting to twist towards the sun. So he has one, two, three twists, basically. Oh, I want to figure out what this means. I know that this uh, the, in the vertebrae, I think you have seven in the neck, so that's related to seven. And I want to say there's 12 and then five. Oh, what the heck? So, let's see. Seven is... The card, the chariot. So, yeah, death, you know, it's when you're traveling to and from um, the other worlds. Followed by the hanged man, because you gain all knowledge when you die. And then you go back to... The Hierophant, it is that your higher self guides your path whether when you live and die. It is a pre-conceived um, plan. You pretty much know when you're going to die and your higher self is in charge. So that's why one reason why death is turned and twisted because each individual bone in your spine that those are separate three separate numbers there are three separate sections the way that death is twisting his body so um let's see what else yeah let's see there was one more thing i was gonna say about this oh yeah okay well the card has the sky is absolutely um red bright bright red and that is related to the emperor card 
it's related to health and vitality but it's all up in the sky it is passion but it's there's a setting sun in the sky so it's kind of like the last feelings of all of your desires in a setting sun sky so basically when you die or you transform and when you get this card in a reading it might mean that you know what your desires aren't what you thought they were you might be dying to your old self like maybe you were chasing the dragon and you were a heroin addict and that was your thing you get this in a reading and well maybe you got this because you're on to a new life now and you are maybe going to uh in you know na meetings and you're no longer an, you know you're still an addict but you're no longer using that could be an example or that maybe you were chasing money and that was your thing and now you've decided to go to a different life and maybe become a renunciant you know it could be like a drastic drastic change death is literally the most drastic thing that can happen to a human over the course of a human's life so when you look at the sun what you're going to notice is that it's the same golden color in the halo of the previous card in the hanged man and also overlaid on top of that there are white rays of God's illumined knowledge there's an illumination there even though there's a setting sun that shows we're coming to a close in a chapter of our life it also signifies that maybe we are becoming more enlightened and we're on the way towards that in the very very background you'll see the same cypress trees that you have seen previously that were tall and lush and green in the empress card but now they're black the sun is setting on them they look almost they're kind of bent over towards the sun and they're black as if they have burned in a fire they are over they are dead it's a death card but even though the trees in the background of the death card are black you're also going to notice that between the land of death where the skeleton is standing and between the cypress cypress the cypress trees you are going to notice that there is a river a blue blue navy blue river running through and it's that beautiful cobalt blue that's related to the high priestess and our akashic records our scrolls of our life everything that's like the river sticks in this card but it's also the river of our of our life like all of our the records nothing is ever lost in the universe in these the cypress trees are black again signifying that signifying that um ignorance but they're also dead cypress trees so it's the death of ignorance which is why the skeleton appears to be going towards the illumined light and all seeing knowledge of god he is smiling because he knows the truth death is a big fat illusion 
his skeleton is very, very, very white because, well, a couple reasons. We are um, all the same inside, regardless of what our outer appearance looks like. We are all skeletons, but, you know, that we have a skeletal frame inside the body we inhabit. Our skeletons are white. White is the uh, symbol of complete knowledge of God. It's the same as the inner robe, the inner tunic of the magician who knows who he truly is. Is the inner tunic robe of the high priestess who knows who she is. There's white inside the hierophant's robe. He wears the inner robe that's white because he knows he's really God. That's your higher self. The uh, chariot underneath his breastplate, he wears a white shirt because he is related to God. He is has the capacity to access the knowledge of God when he allows his mind to be open in strength. She's wearing a long white robe. Same thing. Now the hermit knows of the world and God, and that's why his robes are gray. But white is a part of everything. Now death at the very core of it, we have to realize that we are God. Having this experience in which there's bodies involved, you know, like we are in a body, we have a skeleton, we've got the body parts, we have all of this stuff, but it's a harvesting, it's a reaping, literally. So that's what death is. It's not something to be feared when you get this in a reading. It's actually in an amazing and positive card because it means what if you were looking for a change? You get the death card. It's like, oh, yes, I actually do have those changes coming. That's exactly what I hoped for. And does it mean it's the end of your life? Not really, because you have all the greenery in this card. That's related to the Empress and the, and the red sky. It's like the harvesting of the male and the female together. There's, um, and then even said that's even coupled with the woman and the man in the picture at the bottom of the field. You know, it's like whether you're male, female, rich, poor, male, um, I mean, man, woman, whatever, uh, pauper, prince, doesn't matter because we all are one. So we all start from that seed and we all are skeletons inside. So it's all, it's like there's many, many themes in this card that all kind of relate to the same things that we all are one. No matter what happens, we're all going to experience death someday. And we're also going to become a lumen master someday. If not in this life, the next life. Although I think this is the time for all of us that we are always striving towards. We're right now currently striving towards the ascension. And so in a way, we're all going through a death right now. If you want to look at it, well, from an esoteric meaning. Next, we go to the card called Temperance. And I love the Temperance card. This is an amazing card, but you know what? I'm going to pause this for a moment. I'm going to go look up something real quick. I'll be right back. 
All right, I had to look up really quickly. I wanted to see, um, I had forgotten which angel this was. So in the temperance card, the number one thing you're going to notice is that there is a giant angel <laughs> in the card. And the giant angel has a uh, red sun above his head, but kind of like right on his forehead in front of his hair because he is the solar angel. I had forgotten that that's, I thought, I'm like, it's not Archangel Michael, and I couldn't figure it out, so so I had to pause it for a moment. Okay, so anyway, this is the solar angel, and let's see, the first thing, you'll probably notice that behind him, there is a rainbow because he is enlightened, and he is bringing all the colors together everything is completely risen up kundalini was risen in a way that is safe and creates harmony a rainbow is a symbol of harmony and god's promise um the solar angel has around his head the kind of a halo and the white um, rays shooting out of his head because he is illumined he is you see the background is kind of a darker yellow so it symbol symbolizes uh, creativity as well as the uh, golden light of heaven with a little bit of that desire mixed in but the desire has been transformed and it is up in it's all like kind of contained right in the idea of temperance his angels wings are bright red and coupled with blue so our complete desire passion vitality are now put into a symbol of uh, having been risen okay so it's not lower base desires, it is higher vibrational desires. And that's coupled with the same cobalt blue color of the high priestess's robe. Um, so it's also not only our desires, but all of our experiences in the solar angel's wings. He is wearing a bright white robe, again related to that idea of that purity and complete knowledge of God within. Let's see, in the background to his right, you see the sun. And from the sun, you see, again, just like above his head, these solar rays that are white. But if you look very close, you realize, wait a minute, that's not a sun, it is a crown so that's very interesting right it's a golden golden crown and so it's not really a sun it's something else that is related to the idea that we are all kings we are royalty but in a spiritual way. If you want to consider 
Jesus, the Prince of Peace, well, so are you. You know, as the as the one and truly only begotten Son of God, or wait a minute, we're all this at, we're all that. We are all that. It's not just one true Son of God. We are all the sons and daughters of the one will prime creator. Which is why Brother Yeshua said, you are my brothers and my sisters, right? <laughs> There's like clues in everything, right? So on his chest, this solar angel has four Hebrew letters. yod He wah Now, yod He wah is the name of God in Hebrew. Yahweh, Yehovah. Um... No one really knows how to pronounce it, but they guess. <laughs> so yod he wah it's very, very holy. He is an angel. He is sent here directly from yod he wah from God. Now, this star on his chest is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's a seven-pointed star. Seven, we could, because we have seven chakras, There's seven colors in the rainbow, which again relates to our chakras. There are um, that could also relate to the seven vertebrae in the neck, as in the previous card. What else? Seven. That's also a, a fairy star. It's related to nature. And it's golden, which is related to the energy of the sky in heaven. In his right hand, he has a jug of water that he is pouring out into a stream. In his left hand, he has a fire. He has a torch with fire. So when you mix fire and water... So fire would be the energy of desire, burning kundalini, but the water is cool, calm, subconscious. It's like the raising of the kundalini in a safe, controlled manner. It's temperance. Temperance means a balance, a harmony, a yin and a yang combined. You'll notice that he has one foot on the land on the lush, fertile valley that runs through the card in the Empress. It's related to creativity. But he also has his right foot in the water, which also creates an energy of balance. His foot in the water, his foot is in the subconscious mind, but he's also on solid ground because he's balanced. This is the card of temperance. In the very, very, very background, you'll see that there are two mountains, two peaks that rise up and they are violet, the color violet. It's a very holy, high vibrational and royal color, which is right next to the crown, also symbolizing royalty. Now the uh, fire, 
pieces of the fire have escaped from the actual true flame, right? And when you notice underneath there, there's five pieces of fire below the fire. But you look very carefully, you see that these are yodes. Again, open hand of God. It's our desires, but there's five of them. And it's God is giving with five, you know, like five different times, basically. And that is related to your five senses. Your sight, hearing, um, taste, touch. Your five senses. So... And also the open hand of God, because these are gifts that God gives to us. And if we are lacking in one of those gifts, it's because we've chosen not to have like maybe sight or hearing because that is something um, that we've decided to challenge ourselves with. And I think people that come here with these kind of challenges are very, very brave people, by the way. So you see coming down from the crown, this bright yellow crown, below that is the two purple mountains, and in between the two purple mountains, there in purple mountains, majesty, we've all heard that in the United States, right? Majesty, royalty, it's all related to being literally one with God. It's our secret nature that we want to humbly get to again. Now the road between these purple mountains is the same color as that crown, so that's a clue. Then you see that that road leads from the mountains in the far distance right to the shore, right in between these two patches of the green grass is this royal yellow road the golden road that contains the golden light of God. To the uh, right of temperance, which is on the left-hand side of the card, you see a beast. It is a lion. He's, he's a brown lion. He's slightly red, but a little tempered, right? because he no longer has that bright red as he does in the strength card. He has calmed down and looks as if the angel is pouring water on his head. Lions also symbolize royalty. And this lion, his raw beast natural power is tempered. He has one paw tucked under his head and the other paw, just like the angel, is in the water. He's relaxed and he's calm because he has been tempered. Again, the card is temperance, card 14. One plus four equals five, which relates to the Hierophant card, the higher self. You allow your higher self to guide you, you will become tempered, <laughs> you know, or positively tempered, not angry tempered. Uh, let's see what else. Um, the fire is being poured upon an eagle and his wings are raised up 
and he looks into it looks like he's looking into the face of the angel his beak is turned upwards and he is on solid ground so uh, what does the eagle symbolize I think the eagle is another symbol of kundalini rising and it's when the kundalini is in touch with the five senses which are being poured upon his head and the desire and raw natural power of that fire and the fire is tempered it's not out of control it is a controlled fire and that's the fire of the kundalini and the five senses it's all combined and the eagle is your spirit that flies up to become illumined so what happens when you get the temperance card in your reading if it's for you or a questioner that's not you it all means you know the same thing the temperance card means that it could mean that maybe it's time to temper your life to have temperance it is a symbol that it means that maybe you should turn towards your meditation practices become more in tune with the divine it's time to maybe stop drinking so much have a balance in your life maybe stop eating poorly have a better diet it could mean that you need to tame the savage beast and raise up your spirit to the cosmic prime creator to the one will that rules and sustains us all it could be that you need to have a balance and a harmony in your life that you don't have something that you're seeking could also mean that you have achieved this balance it's a sign from the universe that you you have already arrived now only you know the, the answer to what it means in your reading maybe it's something you need to start striving for you need to recognize that you are divine you are royal in the way that you are divine you need to start spiritually seeking you need to stop paying attention so much to your uh, physicality in your body you have to be balanced you have to be aware of what's in your subconscious mind and you need to temper it you need to be aware of your five senses and how you're using them you have to be aware of the solar angel in your life the Sun the Sun can help temper quite a bit in fact today I was reading or I, I was not reading them sorry I was watching a dr. bird video in which he said you know people that live along the equator don't get cancer as often because when you get a lot of vitamin D from the Sun it helps you to absorb calcium from phytonutrients now if you take a normal calcium peel pill like calcium carbonate what happens is it is um it's like swallowing a rock it's not going to do much more than swallowing a rock because your body cannot absorb it without hefty amounts of vitamin D and and um, 
when you get things like tumors in your body and moles and even acne. In fact, most skin anomalies are related directly to a lack of calcium that's caused by a lack of vitamin D. If you have a correct amount of vitamin D in your system, whatever calcium is in your system will be automatically absorbed down to the bone level and you'll be safe and healthy. So I thought that was very interesting. So the sun can in a way temper your life. Now don't go laying in the sun for six hours a day. Temperance, balance, harmony. So, um, I mean, this card could mean so gently a reminder of, oh, we need more vitamin D, (laughs) need to take more walks, soothe your savage beast, lift your spirit to God, take a walk, go put your feet in a a river. (laughs) You know, it could mean some literal things like that. You have to uh, decipher what meaning this card will hold for you if you get it in a reading or for your questioner when you're giving a reading to somebody else. But temperance is an extremely good card. It might mean the balance is coming into your life. might mean that you are on your path, correct path to achieving a balance between the lower and upper realms, nature and your spirit self. But when you combine all the parts of yourself and have a complete balanced, harmonious peace going, everything kind of functions in your life quite a bit better. So that's uh, what I get when I look at this card. And again, for all the cards that I've read for you, or told you what they can possibly mean, or what the symbols mean in the cards. Um, you have to understand that those are my meanings from my experience and knowledge, but you might look at this and go, oh, wow. Well, there's something Elena didn't mention. That's because it's not something I saw. It's something that you saw. There's no wrong readings to these cards, whatever meaning it holds for you in the moment you have to trust your instinct and your intuition and you might look at at it today and say it means this this and this and maybe tomorrow or a year or three or 30 years from now it's going to mean something completely different with all these cards actually so I don't know. I hope that you enjoy uh, going through the major arcana. This stuff is like se- several things in one. You know, it's it's very deep, very profound, extremely metaphysical, extremely um, esoterical. You know. Um. By the way, um, temperance is holding the angels, solar angels, holding a red vase. Strength, power, desire, vitality also kind of symbolizes fire. But in the that is in is the subconscious mind. 
pouring out like the calm, cool blue water with white ripples in it. Again, relating to the high priestess and the Akash. So in a way, this is alchemy. This is deep, powerful, spiritual alchemy. It's a, it's a card of alchemy, transformation. Again, like death, but instead of um, an ending and a beginning, temperance is when you are taking everything into your own power and making it balanced and whole without outside influences, transforming, transforming everything. You are transforming it yourself. So it's not always related to outer influences. I think that the temperance card could mean your higher self, could mean your spiritual guidance, could mean now you're listening to your spiritual guidance and things are functioning. And it also could mean that your, your kundalini is getting ready to raise up. So again, um, the meaning, you know, you have to interpret it yourself. These are some potentials that I see in this card. You need to figure it out for yourself what things mean. You know, even though we all have very similar symbols and meanings, we all have very different experience. I mean, you might look at this card going, wow, I should probably recognize I'm an alcoholic and go to AA meetings. You know, someone else come along and see this card and go, it's time for me to start my meditation practice again. Somebody else comes and gets this card and they say, thank God, you know, I'm getting a confirmation from the universe with this card because I have been living a life of balance for the past three months. And I felt that I was balanced and I needed to know that God sees that I'm balanced. I need to know that I really am balanced. Sometimes you can't see it. And so some people say, oh yeah, that's what that means. And some el someone else will come along and go, well, okay, that means that I'm on the right path to becoming an illumined master. So, I mean, you know, this card has many meanings. All the cards have many meanings, depending on who you are, where you're at, what your experience has been, and what your gut instinct and intuition is when you get a card. So, all right, guys, that's uh, pretty much all I've got to say about that <laughs> for tonight. So, I love each and every one of you. Thank you for being my listener, my subscriber. Thank you for sharing this with everybody you know, your lists, people that would be interested and would gain a lot of knowledge from this. And um, shoot me a, a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical. You have to favorite me in order to be able to send a message to me. If you want it private, you just want to say something, that's okay. If you want to um, say something that I could share with the collective whole, that would be awesome too. Obviously, if it's within reason. <laughs> um, let's see, what else? Oh, yeah. Shoot me an email at metaphysicalsoulspeak at gmail.com. That is if you have any ideas or comments or questions for upcoming shows or past shows you've listened to. If you are not made clear on something and you need clarification, sometimes I'll, because of my dyslexia and my ADHD, sometimes I'll interrupt myself and forget to get back to my original thought or I go off on some wild tangent or 
suddenly a joke pops into my mind and I want to be funny and then I forget my original idea. Sometimes you might want clarification. If you need clarification, you could always write me at metaphysicalsoulspeak at gmail.com. Also, if you have ideas for upcoming episodes or guests that might want to be on the show, just let me know. Just let me know. The worst I could say is no, but usually I say yes because I've gotten some very interesting ones. And I, you know, once I get done with all my running around during the day stuff and I get my insurance and everything fixed up, you know, fixed and my, I get my, my ID card for the country of Ecuador. It's like my big goal. Once I have all this done, I'm going to have a lot more time to go out and um, get these interviews with uh, several different authors. I have like three different authors I want to interview. Well, actually four, because one is a couple who wrote an amazing book, by the way. So I, I hope to get that done between now and August, between now and the end of August, hopefully in the next two to three weeks. I mean, I'll get my, uh, my cedula, cedula, my ID card, um, in the probably next two to three weeks. But once all that is said and done, I have to take one more run to Quito. It'll be the fourth time to Quito in a month and a half. Then I am hoping to get the, you know, get to the authors. That's, that's some up, upcoming. We have some new, new, new age books that I'm going to, I'm going to share with you guys. And, um, also we have Mason Adams. Hopefully Mason is going to come on the show probably Saturday. I'm going to have him read his poetry. I'm trying to coordinate that with him now. Um, we've been going back and forth for the past week trying to figure out what day. If, as you recall, he came and read poetry from his book called Bless. You can find that on Amazon.com. Um, he is an amazing poet. He just got admitted to grad school, so we're going to get him at the perfect time before he starts his journey to become a family, a child care and family uh, and marriage therapist, which uh, we need people like him in the world. He's enlightened and aware and awake. So I'm really happy for him. So I'm hoping to have him uh, probably in the next week. He'll be on the show again. Um, let's see. Well, that's all I got to say about that, guys. I love each and every one of you. Keep working on yourself. Keep looking towards the light. Live your life with balance, harmony, and temperance. And that's all I got to say about that. (laughs) So now I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the holy fifth dimension. Until next time, guys, peace. Chances are you've heard of CBD oil, but maybe you're a little afraid It might make you a little high or super drowsy. Possibly you're not going to pass uh, mandatory drug testing at work. Am I right? 
Well, I found an amazing company. I'm including the link in this episode's description. Okay. This is derived from only the hemp plant. It does not contain THC, which is the factor in marijuana that makes you high. This CBD oil has been known to reverse aging, help you through weight loss issues. You will literally lose weight on our products if you want. Also reverses hair loss. It also helps you with things like insomnia, anxiety, pain in your muscles and joints, and it gives you benefits throughout your body with its high quality antioxidants. We even have a vape. Would you like to try the blueberry cheesecake? (laughs) I know I would. I mean, there's so much danger with vaping these days, but not when it is only CBD oil. That's right. You could vape not only anytime you want, because it's not going to make you high, but it's also going to be healthy for you. How's that? Pretty cool, right? Well, go ahead and look in my episode description for my link. And, well, start using your CBD oil today. If you're interested in the business end of it, it's absolutely free to join. It's absolutely free every month, actually. I have never seen a business like this in all my life. So, you can start, well, using your CBD oil and you can start a brand new side hustle for yourself. Hey, (laughs) as in Hey Yoka Shaman approves of this message. I love you guys and well, here's to your health.